Live from Cleveland, we are now at the 2021-2022 NFL Draft. And, you know, we're, we're five minutes away from the draft starting. And, and we are here with the, big, the biggest analyst in the football world, Mr. James Celestin. James, how do you see tonight coming out for, 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 for 1 through 32? Oh yeah. Uh, sh- uh, thank you, Nick. Um, we're here in Cleveland. Um, the, dra- the, the draft is going to be very interesting. We might see some teams make some trades. Um, we can have as many as five quarterbacks go in the top ten. Um, and, and we could we, we might not see and we might only see maybe one or two defensive players going in the top ten, which would be pretty low. But when you're when you're a quarterback needy team, you're going to be drafting. So. It should be fun. It should be great. And since we're now here in Cleveland, instead of last year being virtual, this is going to be fun. The fans are excited. Let's go. Now, with the Jacksonville Jaguars now being on the clock, you know, we're, we're all pretty sure of, of who, who that pick is. But, but, but before the Jacks, Jaguars hand in their card, do you see any surprises in, in, in this draft this year? Uh, I maybe one or two couple of surprises, but I think I think teams are gonna draft on best player. There there might be some teams that are making a little bit of a surprise. I could see, but overall, I think we might see some trades, some some players that might get set up in the boards. Teams rated players higher than they should, so it's gonna be very interesting. And with the first pick of the NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. Wow, 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 Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we, we've been hearing this for months and months now. What do you think of Trevor Lawrence going number one? Uh, no, I'm not surprised. Um, there was a tank for Trevor. Um, Trevor's supposed to be this generational-type quarterback. They talked about him in the same regards as Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. He's supposed to be supposed to like be this next great quarterback. And with Urban Meyer coming out of retirement to coach in his first NFL job, um, and you got Trevor going to Jacksonville, um, it's not a surprise. <laughs> and the Jets are now on the clock now. Um, do you, you know, Tre- Trevor Lawrence made some comments a couple of weeks ago. Are are you surprised the Jaguars didn't care about that? Uh, no, they didn't. Because at the end of the day, um, they're, um, they're still going to take them. Trevor, like, it, it would have to take a lot for that to be, to discourage them. But Trevor Lawrence, they knew, they knew that was their guy. They knew that that's where they were going to pick and wasn't surprised. And the Jets have now handed in their card. We're looking forward to seeing Trevor Lawrence rip it up in Jacksonville. And with the second pick of the 2021 draft, the New York Jets select... Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. Wow, wow, wow. Is that, do, do the Jets finally have their quarterback? You know, it was, it was suck for Sam a couple years ago. They, they, they had Mark Sanchez... You know, they they had so many quarterbacks. They had Chad Pennington. They had Vinny Testaverde. So many quarterbacks that just didn't work out. So why why do you think the Jets selected Zach Wilson? 
Well, Zach, they fell in love with Zach Wilson because of his because of the way he could throw the deep ball. They think he's very accurate. They've already compared his game to the likes of Aaron Rodgers and even Patrick Mahomes. So they really like what this kid's moxie is. Um, Steve Young came on the K Show, raved about Zach Wilson, and then Adam Schefter even reported on the um the K Show saying that his dad got text saying "Welcome to New York," and that was the guy. Now. New York media is rapid. They're wild. Do you think Zach Wilson will fall to the pressure? Or do you think he'll, hand, he'll be able to handle that and shine in the bright lights? Because no quarterback has done really well there since Joe Namath. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the Jets are really high on him. I mean, it's up to the Jets to provide Zach Wilson with the talent to succeed. And if the Jets can do that, I don't see why Zach Wilson rides to the pressure. The key is building the team around Zach Wilson. I mean, you already signed Corey Davis. Um, you're going to have to add some pieces in the draft, too. You still got um, Jamison Crowder. Um, you still got um, you still got Denzel Mims, the other receiver you drafted last year. So you need to add more weapons around this kid so that this way, the, this way Zach Wilson has every chance to succeed, and he's likely going to be the day one starter. Now, bef- now, the 49ers are now having the third pick of the draft after trading with Houston through Miami. Um, do you, a lot of people are thinking, are, are, are they going to take quarterback? Is this the end of the Jimmy G era? You know, before the pick's official, do you lean in a certain way? What do you think they'll do? I think they're torn between two quarterbacks. And... They're, they, we are not sure where they're leaning. They have been, they've been very mysterious. We have no idea. So they have been going back and forth between two quarterbacks. We're hearing a little, we've been hearing a little bit one or the other, but we're gonna find out. It's ultimately gonna be side between who has and Kyle, who has final say, and Kyle Shanahan does have final say. So we're gonna see where Kyle Shanahan leans towards. And with the third pick of the draft. The San Francisco 49ers pick. Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Big Mac Jones just coming off of a championship. So now with them getting Mac Jones, what's the story for Jimmy Garoppolo? There have been reports saying that the 49ers would like to trade Jimmy G during draft weekend, and there have been reports that the Patriots could be interested. Um, But Jimmy G does have a no-trade. So Jim, so Jimmy Garoppolo will have to facilitate a no trade. And now, and now, if if they trade Jimmy G, which they probably have to now, if you're Bill Belichick, are you now looking to give up less because you you now know they have to trade him? Absolutely, and plus you have the leverage. He has a no trade clause. You don't have to give up a lot for the 49ers. You can easily give him like maybe a sixth or a seventh round or a fifth round pick, if anything. So Bill Belichick holds all the keys. Very well, and 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 the Falcons are still thinking with with what they're doing with the fourth pick of the draft. Um, what kind of you know J- Jimmy G if he does get traded to the Pats or or traded to anybody? He's not making little kid money anymore. So what kind of a extension with how he's played a lot of injuries over the past couple of years, what do you think he'll be getting? 
Um, they'll have to rework his contract. Um, whatever he's getting paid right now, they're going to have to rework that contract because the problem is though his contract will not fit in the cap. So if any team is trained for Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to have to rework his money to fit into the cap for this year because this year was a down cap because of the pandemic. And with next year, the TV money hitting and fans are likely returning to stadiums in the fall, the cap will go up. But for this year, you're going to have to rework the cap just to fit it. So whoever trades them, Jimmy, Jimmy G's going to have to agree to an extension. And and before we get to the Falcons' fourth pick, what what are 49er faithful going to see from Mac Jones? Oh, this kid's accurate. This kid has a lot of moxie in the pocket. They really they compared him to a young Tom Brady. Um, he's not the fastest. He, he ain't, ain't going to burn you with the 40 time. But what Mac Jones will do is give him accurate down the field. He has a decent arm. Um, he can process information quickly. He can get rid of the ball quickly. You're getting a guy who knows who, who's basically a computer on the field. So that's what you're getting. And 49ers fans should be happy. He will run Shanahan's offense. And with the fourth pick of the draft, the Atlanta Falcons select? The fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons will select high, uh, Kyle Pitts. Ooh, Kyle Pitts. Now, now with the Falcons selecting Kyle Pitts, there's been talks of them potentially trading Julio Jones as early as, as June 1st. Now, since they selected Pitts, do, do you think they just hold on to... Jones and Matt, and take one more kick at the can? Yep, that's what they're going to do. They, um, here's the thing from what the reports. Um, the GM wants a quarterback. The general manager wants a quarterback. The head coach wants to win now, but the owner wanted Kyle Pitts. So the owner wanted Kyle Pitts, and that's what he's going to get. And now with Kyle Pitts... They're not going to trade Julio Jones. They're going to want to give him kick at the can. They're seeing that New Orleans is bubble because Drew retired. They want they want to get a sh- one more shot at the playoffs with Calvin Ridley. Now with Kyle Pitts. Now with Julio Jones. Now with Hayden Hurst. They want to take one more shot at the postseason. Now K- Kyle Pitts is coming off of a fantastic season, and there are currently three great tight ends in the league right now. Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. So from 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 using one thing from all those three players, how how is Kyle Pitts compared to one thing from each of those three players? With Gronkowski, he he is very tough. He's very he's a very good blocker, and that's one thing that Ron Gronkowski has always been good. He's been a damn good blocker and very good in the red zone. That's what Kyle Pitts is. With with, 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 with George Kittle, I would say George Kittle's toughness because one thing with George Kittle, he, he will get down and dirty. He will take on linebackers. He'll take on safeties. And with Kelsey, he's route running. Route running in hands because Travis Kelsey has probably better hands than both of them, even though Gronkowski is obviously the best tight end right now. But he has Travis Kelsey um, route running in hands with – with um with Gronkowski's blocking and with Kittle's toughness. And the Cincinnati Bengals are now on the clock. With with the Falcons selecting Kyle Pitts, what's what's the high ceiling for the Falcons that you see this season them having? Uh wild card team. I still think the um, the Bucks are gonna win the South. 
the Bucks are definitely going to win the South now. Um, it's, it's, I mean, they didn't win the South last year, but now with Drew Brees retiring, um, the, and and with basically everybody else taking a step back, I think the best case scenario for the Atlanta Falcons is to sneak in in that final wild card spot. That's the best case scenario because you know, at least two teams. If not three, if the two teams are coming out of that West Division. So you're going to see the Falcons battling for that last wild card spot. And before the Bengals make their pick, if 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 we get to the first half of the NFL season and the Falcons are three games under 500 and about a game and a half out of the playoff spot and teams are wanting Matt Ryan and Julio, do you make the trade? At this point, yes, you have to. You have to blow it up because if you're, um, if you're, if you're not winning, you gotta make the trade. And if and if I'm a team, that's what I would do. So I would say yes. And with the fifth pick of the draft, and remember that the Bengals selected Joe Burrow last year. Who do the Bengals take in this year's first round pick of the draft? They take. Gong tackle Panay Swell from Oregon. Very good pick. Why? 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 Why did the Bengals go there? You saw what happened to Joe Burrow last year. You saw him take that awful injury against Washington. You need to protect your investment. I mean, they could have went receiver, um, but they really need to protect their investment. And Joe Burrow, and you saw what happened in the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. You saw what happened to Joe Burrow. They're going to go offensive line. You need to surefire the offensive line so this way Joe Burrow has time to throw and be that number one pick that everyone has been raving for. So that is a smart pick. It is the safe pick. And I believe that's the pick that they will go and that they did go. And Miami Dolphins are now on the clock. They got this from the Eagles at six. Joe, Joe Burrow is obviously the future. You know, do with the rest of the draft, do you see the Bengals drafting more protection for Burrows? I, I can see the Bengals, and this is a very deep offensive line class, so I can see the Bengals loading up on more protection to protect Joe Burrow. I can see them also going a little bit on defense because they did lose Lawson, um, and they did lose Giovanni Bernard. So I can see, not Giovanni Bernard, no, I mean... Yeah, they, they lost a defensive down and they lost a defensive end. They lost um Carl Carl Lawson. So they've lost some key pieces on defense. Their their offensive line is terrible. So I can see them going offensive line the next couple of rounds, then go defense with the back half. Because what you need to do, anything to protect the quarterback, you gotta do. The only way that Joe Burrow will survive, you need to give him an offensive line. So I think they're gonna go full on protection. And with this pick, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Very, very talented wide receiver. You know what? Very, very, very good pick for the Dolphins. What? What did they see in Chase? Uh, they 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 see a guy that could be a number one receiver, superstar. Todd is one of the best receivers in the draft. Um, a guy with explosive speed, great route running, great hands. This guy, he's a do it all, do it all receiver. They they see a lot of potential with him. Gives gives 
Tua Tungavailoa, a legit number one receiver to pair to pair with Gusecki and Parker and all the other guys that they have. And with the Dolphins selecting Chase and next year's quarterback class isn't that great. Is this them going all in, putting their chips all in on Tua Tungavailoa? They have to. This is clearly what it is. They're going all in on Tua. They got to see what they have in Tua Tungavailoa. That's what they got to do. Okay. With with the seventh pick and the Detroit Lions just let go of Matt Stafford in the offseason, you know, they, they, ooh, we have a trade here. The Detroit Lions have the seventh pick. What What's going on here? We have breaking news. The Detroit Lions have traded the seventh pick along with a sixth round pick to the New England Patriots in exchange. For the fifth, for the fifteenth over, for the fifteenth overall pick, and the third round pick. Wow! 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 Now we're restarting the clock. The Patriots are now on the clock. Why? Why did the Lions make this trade? Um, they got a nice offer from the New England Patriots, and the Patriots really need a quarterback of the future. So they jumped in, and they're about to select the quarterback, and that's the only reason why you said that. You don't make this pick. Unless you're taking a quarterback. So the Patriots are definitely looking at a quarterback they like. And they just made a trade with the Detroit Lions. Now with the Lions trading down. Did they not say anything they liked at, at the 7th? Or 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 was they going to pick someone that, that would be a better pick for a lower pick? I think what they did was they saw a guy that they were looking at. And they, and they think that that guy is still going to be there. Down the line, and also to go, it's the slot. They can pick a guy at 15 and don't have to pay him that lot according to the rookie weight scale. So with the 15 pick, they don't have to pay as much as their dad would pay with the seventh pick. Okay, the Patriots have can. They just lost Julian Edelman. The, their line is okay. Their, their defense is getting better with COVID. So with the seventh pick, the New England Patriots select? Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Okay, Justin Fields has an excellent forty time. What 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 did Bill Belichick see in him to to make the trade in draft Fields? They think that um, Justin Fields is. Um, they see a lot of Deshaun Watson in him. Um, they see a lot of a guy with poise. Moxie can play in some big games, including um, including a big game one one on one against Trevor Lawrence. Um, they see a lot of star potential in Justin Fields, although there are some little bit concerns, especially with some of the medical history with Justin Fields, but they believe that it's not a deterrent for them to go make this pick. Okay, and the Carolina Panthers are now on the clock. Remember earlier yesterday they traded Teddy Bridgewater, so they're buying all in on Sam Darnold. Oh, we have a trade here. The Carolina Panthers are are trading their slot. Who are they trading to? They are the Bears. The Bears have moved up a lot, 12 spots to jump into the top 10. The Bears have traded their 20th pick, their third round pick, their first round pick next year, and their third round Ooh. pick next year for the eighth overall pick. Ooh, that is a big haul. 
why why did the Bears pull that move? And 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 I get it. They got to win. This is potentially Mitch Trubisky's last year as the Bears quarterback. So what what made them do that? Well, Mitch Trubisky is now with with the Buffalo Bills, and now Andy Dalton is now the quarter is now there along with Nick Foles, and they don't believe either of them is the quarterback is the quarterback of the future. And there is a quarterback remaining. A ton, another top first-round quarterback remaining on the board, and the Bears are doing whatever they take to get that quarterback. It's a steep price, and the Pan- and the Panthers could not say no. It is one of those things where you're getting a first-round pick next year, and a, and then another pick. man. That is one of those deals where you take it and go. And with the eighth pick, who do the Chicago Bears select? With the eighth pick, the Chicago Bears select Trey Lance, quarterback. North Dakota State. Oh, okay. Trey Trey Lance is a speed guy. Could 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 have the speed as Michael Vick. Why did the Bears select Trey Lance? They they, they believe in the speed. They believe that this guy has a high ceiling. They think that he has a has star potential written all over it. It's a steep price to pay. A very steep price. But they really needed a quarterback. So they really jumped at the opportunity and you know that's that's why they did it so the bears with trey lance okay and when the denver broncos just got their quarterback yesterday so with the ninth pick who do the denver broncos select the ninth pick the broncos surprise everyone and select jc horn quarter quarterback south carolina Ooh. In relation to Joe Horn, so yeah. why did they make the selection? Um, they need help on the back end in their secondary. Um, they already have they have a lot of receivers. They have they have a lot of skill players: Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, um, the Cortland Sutton. They know a fan. They have a lot of skill players, and they already got a quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater, and you know they still have Drew Locke. So they believe in assuring their defense, um, they, especially in the AFC West, where you're going up against um, a likes of Keenan Allen with the Los Angeles Chargers, a like of Tyreek Hill with with the uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. So their belief is that they really, really need to have a cornerback to go up against those skilled receivers, especially in a very interesting AFC West division. Okay. And the Dallas Cowboys did stay at 10. There was talk over this past week of them getting a luxury pick, moving up, selecting Kyle Pitts, but they didn't do that. So with the 10th pick of this draft, the Dallas Cowboys select? Patrick Sertan II, quarterback, Alabama. And and that's obviously a smart move. Their, their defense isn't that great. So what did they see in, in Patrick Sertan? A legit shutdown number one corner, and especially going, especially with their defense being so terrible, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. Like their offense could score, they have a lot of skill position players on the offensive side. But what's good is that when your defense was historically so bad. I mean, they just brought in Dan Quinn, who was fired from Atlanta, so their defense can't get any worse. So now what you're doing is you're you're bringing in a, a true legit shutdown number one corner. That's what you're doing, and um, you're really helping up the defense. Where if you can lock up the, um, the the team's number one receivers, then what you're doing is 
you're helping the defense get the pass rush because I get a lot of coverage sacks. And before we go to the New York Giants with the 11th pick, you know, we've, we, we've been looking over the past month at emails for super fans all, all throughout this great USFA. And we found the super fan out in New Jersey, J- J- Jimmy Celestin. And we are now live with Jimmy. Jimmy, your New York football giants are about to make their first pick of this year's draft. What do you want to see from them? Who do you think they'll take? Uh, thank you guys so much. I, I'm really, really, really excited, man. Um, I am a fan of the New York Giants. I've been a fan my entire life. Um, I'm hoping they go offensive tackle. They got to protect Daniel Jones. Um, I, I wouldn't be too upset at receiver, but they got to go offensive tackle. Daniel Jones has to prove that he can be the guy. So I really hope that the Giants really go offensive tackle and protect Daniel Jones. All right, Jimmy, hold tight for one minute. We're, we're going to let you talk about the pick. And with the 11th pick of the draft, the New York Giants select. Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. And now we're going to go... Before the analysis, we're going to go quick, quickly back to Jimmy. Jimmy, the Giants just got Devontae Smith. How are you feeling, bud? I know you want to uh, tackle, but how are you feeling? I mean, oh, man. Uh, look, I, I, I love Devontae Smith. Good guy. Heisman Trophy winner. Like, he he, he was great in Alabama, but, I, but what good is he if Daniel Jones is on his butt all the time? I mean... It's great. It's another skill receipt receiver, and you're gonna get Barkley back. But I really, really, really wanted to tackle. Ugh. I just hope they address it in the draft because I don't want Daniel Jones getting killed. Well, 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 Jimmy. Good luck in school tomorrow. All, all your school grade friends are gonna hype you up and uh, hope you enjoy the season, buddy. Keep being a fan. Bye, guys. And we now go with our live pro analyst, James. Um, fantastic hit there, by the way. You know, you're 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 doing a very good job with that. Um, what do you think of the Giants selecting Devontae Smith? I mean, listen, the, um, the, 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 the Giants really needed Devontae Smith. Absolutely not. But what Devontae Smith provides is a dynamic receiver that can change the dynamic of the Giants' offense. Did you know the Giants were thir- were thirty one out of thirty two teams in total offense? The offense was awful. I mean, the Jackson, like the New York Jets, had a worse offense than the Giants. So the Giants need the Giants got a playmaker opposite Kenny Galladay. You have Sherlin Shepard as as your slot guy. You still got Slayton. You got the newly signed Ross, and you got Barkley back with 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 no hands, Evan Ingram. So I truly think that with with Devontae Smith, he's a he's what we call a guy that can great route running, can get open, cause separation, and can put so much pressure on the defense. That would make that would make Daniel Jones's life easier. This is a make or break year for Daniel Jones. The Giants are going to find out firsthand if Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future. And now with the twelfth pick from the Philadelphia Eagles that they got from San Francisco through Miami, with the twelfth pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Big big move getting Jalen. You know, a lot of a lot of controversy of who's who's the quarterback, who's not. So they're so they're buying in now. So why why did they ultimately take Waddle? Well, they were either going for they, from what I heard from my sources, the 
Eagles were either thinking about Jalen Waddle or a tackle. And the tackle obviously was still on the board. But ultimately, they were going more so for a, a, a weapon. And I think they're trying to go all in with Jalen Hurts. And they're giving him a receiver because Fulgram, not really that guy. Um, Greg Ward Jr., not really that guy. So what they need is a legit number one receiver. And Jalen Waddle, before Devontae Smith burst onto the scene, Jalen Waddle was that dude. So good pick for them. Okay. And now we're coming up at the 13th pick. The Los Angeles Chargers have very good offense, got a good quarterback in Justin Herbert, good, good wide receivers. So with the 13th pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select. Christian Darisol, tackle. Virginia Tech. And with this pick, they're obviously leading to protecting Justin Herbert, right? Absolutely. That's the only reason why you make this pick. you got to protect your investment. And the best way to protect your investment is to draft a tackle. And what other sure way to protect your investment than to draft a guy like Jalen Waddle? Oh, Dr. Waddle, sorry, Christian Garrison. That was, that was a... I, I got a real read. Someone just gave me Jalen Waddle. Huh. So my bad, folks. But yes, that is the best way. You need to protect your investment. Kids, protect your investment. Draft tackles. Now, he's, he's coming off of facing kids and easier protection. How is he going to be able to go up against grown men in the National Football League? It's all coaching, and I think they're going to coach him up right. And, yes, it's going to be a real challenge. It's easy to protect guys around your age, but I think with the right coaching and especially the coaching that's that's happening all the way out in the Chargers, I truly think that they're going to do everything they can to make sure this guy ultimately protects um, protects um, um, Herbert. So I think it's a good pick for the Chargers. I think that's the safe pick, and that's the right way to go. So... I'm for it. Okay. And we're with the 14th pick of the draft, the Minnesota Vikings select. Mika Parsons, um, linebacker, Penn State. Mika Parsons, very excellent linebacker. Who who can he be compared to in the, in the NFL? I'm getting a lot of Khalil Mack vibes and what they they're saying a lot of Camille uh, Khalil Mack. I'm hearing a lot of um, former NFL linebacker Luke Kuechly. I'm hearing um, I'm hearing a lot of Shaq Barrett in him. That's a lot of comparisons I'm getting from this kid. Okay, now remember the Patriots traded their 15th pick to Detroit. So now with with the 15th pick. The Detroit Lions select. Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle, Northwestern. What what made them go there? Well, here's the thing. Um, they could have went receivers, but the receivers, um, the receivers were not as high a rating as Slater. They went for best player available, and Slater was obviously the best player available. So they decided to go with Slater. They need to protect um, Jared Goff. I understand that they they don't have Marvin Jones. They don't have Kenny Galladay. But they can really uh, just ride receiver later in the draft. This is a very deep wide receiver draft, folks. It's four rounds deep. And the Detroit Lions with the picks that they 
have gotten from New England, they will address the receiver. Don't worry, Lions fans. You will have a target for Jared Goff to get. Now, the Arizona Cardinals are up at 16. And we, you know, Goodell's not calling this pick. You know, Make-A-Wish has been doing very many great things over the years. And there was a really sick kid in Kansas. His name is Michael Robinson. And we are now left with Michael. Michael, first, first I got to say, you, your story is amazing. You've been through so much. How did you become an Arizona Cardinals fan? I've I become an Arizona Cardinals fan when I was young. Um, my dad was a big Pat Tillman fan, and I just came in love with the um, with the Cardinals ever since. Well, Michael, you you stay tough, and with the seventeenth pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Zayvon Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. Michael, very good, very good at selecting that pick. You know, are are you happy with that pick? I like the pick. They told me that defense was bad and we need to address defense. So, I like the pick. Well, sit there, st- stay tight. Um, by, by the end of this week, we're going to hook you up with some Arizona Cardinal swag. And as soon as... You are cleared by your doctors. We're going to get you out to the facility. Okay, bud? Thank you. <sighs> Cute kid, guys. Make make wishes a wonderful, wonderful foundation. Please click, Please check out the number below. And if you can, donate. Please, please donate. Every, every $10,000 is able to make this wish and provides airfare and accommodations. And let Michael have that day. Um, What did you think about the Cardinals pick? Um, hold on. Collins, uh, you know what? Uh, he's, he's a decent linebacker. Um, uh, I'm very, very surprised that they went this pick. He's a speed guy. Um, a lot of compare, um, a lot of comparisons to um, um, defensive end slash linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul for his speed and quickness. And um, he was um, he was one he was a he was an all American for Tulsa University. So interesting pick. So another speed guy. And you're in the NFC West, and I think that's a decent pick. At the 17th pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select Quinny Pay, defensive end, Michigan. Talk about him. Um, Quinny Pay is a one of the best um, pass rushers. Um. And in the level, um, this guy goes out and all he does is get is get sacks. Get all he does is go out there, tackle, get sacks. And the 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 comparison they have to him is Demarcus Lawrence, and I think that's really big for for for, for the Vegas Raiders because again, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert. Those are some those are some good um quarterbacks. You gotta go and tackle them. With the 18th pick, the Miami Dolphins select. Azili Ojahar, defensive end, Georgia. That is going to be a lot of letters on the back of the jersey. And a lot of fans, a lot of fans are going to need to try to pronounce that. So tell us why, why they picked this young man. Uh, very interesting considering the fact there are other players on the board. I think there's a little bit of a reach. Um, but they think that they can fit into Flores' um, scheme. Um, 
he's just a speed guy. He just goes out there and does one job. Um, they didn't give a, a true comparison to who he'd be, but he's a guy that's speed. He's, he's really good stopping the quarterback. Um, he does struggle a lot against Garbers against stopping the run, which will be something that he will have to work on, but he's a very speed guy. And again, you're in the AFC East, and you got Josh Allen, and you got the Patriots, so you're going to need guys off the edge. For this season, the Washington football team is going to keep their name because there's still so much merch that has to be sold, but they may change their name in the future. But with the 19th pick, the Washington football team selects... Jeremiah Okuza Karamara, another linebacker, USC. That's a real name, folks. Another long name on the back of the jersey. We got to get some pronunciation cards out there on the streets quickly. Print them out to some ticket holders. But why did they select this man? Um, build a strength into a strength. Washington had a great defense, and now you're going to get even more of a strength. They lost Ryan. They lost um, Ryan Kerrigan. Um, he's not coming back, but they replaced him with Jeremiah Awuzu Kormara, a very guy who's a Star Wars fan. He has, again, a guy that is a quarterback on the defense that can help that can help a strength, even a bigger strength, and can also disguise coverages to help the defense out because their front, their front four is already nasty. Now it's going to get even nastier, especially now with Ron Rivera mounting that defense. And we are now going to the 20th pick, the Carolina Panthers, which was a trade. Remember, they tr- they made that big trade for Sam Darnold. So he's, he's looking to be the quarterback of the future. And, and they traded Teddy Bridgewater yesterday. So all in on Sam. And before we go to that pick, we're, we're live with one of the co-members of the great podcast, the Sports Dudes, who's sponsoring this great event. James, talk t- talk to talk to the millions and millions of people about the sports dudes. Listen, man, the sports dudes is one of the one of the best upcoming young podcasts. Um, Nick and James, we do we do a fantastic job, man. Talking sports, we talk we talk a little bit of everything, sports, pop culture. Um, I heard they're doing uh, review episodes of the Mighty Ducks and Big Shots. Um, these guys do it all. Can't stop, don't stop. Six or seven of um times a week, these guys drop content. Check them out. Ute, check us out. Ute, we got Apple, we got Google, we got Spotify, man. Everywhere you get your podcast, man, get it on. And before the twentieth pick gets announced, we do have a make a, a guy. He's a big. He's an old guy. He's ninety-seven years old. Big Carolina Panthers fan. And he wants to make and he wants to announce this pick. Can we let him? Why not? Our, oh, our, all right, all right, Justin Jones, announce announce the pick, man. With the with the twentieth pick in the two thousand and twenty one NFL draft, Carolina Panthers select Caleb Harley, quarterback, Virginia Tech, Cole Panthers. Okay, Justin B. Before you go, take a rest because you sound like you you need some asthma help there. What do you think of Mr. Farley? Uh, I've been told he's a good cornerback. Um, apparently, the, the whippersnapper got a back injury. But I think he's going to help our defense. And he's going to be a staple in our secondary. And I really love the job that... That Matt Rule and Joe Brady's are doing. Let's go. Go Panthers. Go. 
Okay, try not to mess mess up an artery, Justin. So <laughs> thank you for your pick, sir. Um, you know, so 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 so, so what? What do you think about the Carolina Panthers taking Caleb Farley? I think I think this is high risk, high reward. I mean, you gotta remember on what Justin said so brilliantly. Although I I, I kind of worry that he might didn't take his ass button, Taylor. But um, all being all, all jokes aside, um, Caleb Farley, touted, he was touted as one of the better cornerbacks in this draft. Actually, he was on the level of Patrick Sertan and J.C. Horn, but the back injury really really draft his draft stock so high. So if he's healthy, he could be as good as those corner. The 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 risk factor is he doesn't get fully healthy because back injuries linger, man. But if he's healthy, he's really, really good. So they're taking a shot. And with the twenty first pick, the Indianapolis Colts select Christian Barmore. Defensive tackle. Why you why that pick? Well, he they want they they wanted to address they wanted to address their um their their defensive end and the and so the tackle position um they 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 feel like it's a little bit of a reach um I told there were other players left on the board but they felt like this was a safe pick and. He's, he's, a, he's a run-stuffing defensive tackle that will clog the middle. And that really will help help this Colts defense out. And with the 22nd pick of this draft, the Tennessee Titans select? Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Old Miss. Why him? Uh, another good is, um, Stump. He's a number two receiver playing um, outside. Um, A.J. Brown, um... Yeah, also, by the way, they were they were they were teammates for a little bit, so good good to know. But um, he's a very good receiver. Takes pressure off of AJ Brown. They already lost Corey. They already lost Corey Davis, so that's a nice guy to fill in for the loss. So I think I think it's a nice safe pick. And with the twenty third pick, the New York Jets got this from Seattle after their trade last year of Jamal. Who do the Jets take with the twenty third pick? With the 23rd pick, the New York Jets select Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive tackle, USC. And why did they go offensive tackle? They want another tackle to opposite uh, Mekhi Becton. And what did I told you earlier? You have to protect your investment. You want to give um, new quarterback Zach Wilson every opportunity to succeed. And what's the best way to give your quarterback chance to succeed? You give him an offensive tackle. So why not give him um, Elijah Vera Tucker? He's a guy that will that will play on the right side. You'll have Beckton play on the left side. And now it'll just it'll now you'll have two stud tackles and now they'll get all the protection they need. And with the twenty fourth pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select. Najee Harris. Running back, Alabama. Why did Najee Harris fall this low? There were a lot of there were a lot of great players um, ahead of Najee Harris. Um, and Pittsburgh was could have been center, but they choose to pass on the center. They wanna they, they didn't get a lot of production from the running back. 
So they figured they draft Najee Harris to help with an aging Ben Roethlisberger. This is probably Ben Roethlisberger's last stand. Um, they maybe they, they think maybe Dwayne Haskins could be their quarterback of the future. Who knows? But that's the guy that they're going to take. With the 25th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars got this from the Rams. So with the 25th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Trayvon Morning Rig. Safety from TCU. And why did they take him in the first round? They they want to get him because they want to build up Saxonville and they want to build up that defense. And what made Jacksonville so great when they went to the AFC Championship game against the Patriots is they had a really, really great defense and a Ben and Don't Bay quarterback, a Ben and Don't Bay offense. But now with Trevor Lawrence, now they can address their defense and they can easily get receivers later in the draft. As I said earlier, this is a very deep receiving class. So they figured they can stock up on their defense and get one of the better safeties in the draft. Finally, the 26th pick of the draft. And before we get to that, this is a Cleveland Browns, and we are in Cleveland. So, so Browns fans, let us ha- let us know how you're feeling. Yeah, let's go! Let's go! This is our year, baby! Cleveland's back! Let's go! Let's go, Cleveland! Dude, these guys are really hyped, man. <laughs> very, very excited. I mean, I mean, ba- Baker Mayfield, almost the MVP <laughs> caliber year last year, did very well, got in the playoffs. Some some say they lost that game due to a horrible, horrible call that should have never been called. But with the 26th pick of the Cleveland Browns, they select? Jermaine Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. And this guy is a very stunned linebacker. He was SEC All-First Team. This guy caused a lot of problems, especially going up against guys like Matt Jones and all those great players in the SEC. You are getting a stud Cleveland fans. You should be hyped. Cleveland, tell us how you're feeling, Cleveland. Let's go! This is it! This is it! We are going to the we're going to the Super Bowl! Let's go! Dude, these Cleveland fans are hyped. And, and quick aside, guys, make sure you follow Gabby Gowdy on Twitter, on Instagram. She, she, she's working with FanDuel. She's going to give she, all your NFL draft stuff all weekend, okay? Every round, she's going to be there. She's a big Browns fan. Her, her whole crew are all big Browns fans. They're smart, talented women. And make, make sure you go check her out. She'll, she'll, I'm, I'm sure her girls would be all in the conversation, so check them out as well. They're they're very talented. Um, with the twenty seventh pick of the, of the draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Rashawn Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Why did Bateman fall this far in the draft? Bateman was not tagged as one of the top receivers in the draft, um, but he was really really good. Um, they um. Let's face it, Lamar Jackson needs a receiver. Um, Marquise Brown is not a number one. Um, I know they signed Sammy Watkins, but he's more of a number two. They need a legit number one receiver. They think um, Rashad Bateman can fill that role. Um, hopefully they can have Lamar Jackson break out because even though Lamar Jackson, he won an MVP, Let's face it, he's been touted as what they call a glorified running back playing the quarterback position. Um, 
He hasn't done really that well in the postseason. He has not gotten his team to the end of, to the AFC Championship game. And hopefully, with the addition of Rashawn Bateman, they can they can really really expand that offense. And let's see if um if if he's really that guy that they claim that he is going to be. So that's um that's the guy. And with the 20th pick of the draft, the Saints said goodbye to Drew Brees. They now have two quarterbacks, Jameis Winston and, and working around another, another option, trying, trying to see what they could do here. So with the 20th pick, the New Orleans Saints select. Jason Owe, defensive end, Penn State. What did they like from him? Um, they like the guy that he is a pass rusher. He can go out as a quarterback. Um, their secondary is a little bit weak. Um, they are very, very cap strapped. So what they're doing is a safe way is attacking their defense. Um, there was rumors that they could be going after a, a quarterback, but they're probably going to go late with that. So they're going to stand tight and trust their defense. So before we get to the 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers. We're going back to James from the Sports Dudes. I hear you guys are gonna be talking on one of our prop on one of our properties lit for for the first round of the draft. Where 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 can everybody hear you guys at? Uh yeah, they they can hear they can hear us um on ESPN Property Live Five. On we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the about that too. And again, um Google um Apple um. They can listen to us on um, Apple and Google. We get the podcast, and they're going to be talking about ES, our ESPN properties, man. These guys are really, these guys are really talented, man. They're they're everywhere, man. And especially now they're going to now they're on ES on our ESPN properties. These guys are going places, man. And, and, and talk about the people at Live at Five. What what what, what what's their names? Um, Vic, Vic Evans and Stephen A. Turner. These guys are fantastic. Catch live at five at five to six, five to six p.m. Central Time here on ESPN Radio. Um, these guys are great. They're fun. These guys really talk about talk, know their stuff in sports, and they're really fun to talk to. So catch them, and these guys are fantastic. Um, and what's the and and what's the radio digits out there? How can they find them on the radio? 1027 The Game. 1027 The Game, guys. That's right, guys. So so just in case you didn't hear James mumbling, 1027 The Game tomorrow live at 5 with Mr. Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans. You're, you're, you're going to see James and some cool guy named Nick on the Sports Dudes, and they're going to be talking some first-round stuff, and you should really like that. So now, Absolutely. with the 29th pick, of the draft, the Green Bay Packers select. They select Cardarius Tooney, wide receiver, Florida. And before I give my draft analysis, there is a lifelong Packers fan. His, his name is Joe. He is 87 years old. And I'm going to go live to him. And Joe, let me ask you a question. You've been a Packers fan your whole life. What do you think of this pick? Well, I mean, you know, we've had we've had Aaron Rodgers for for many many years now. You know, I was uh, 
I was a 65, you know, when this man came out here in this NFL footballs. And I I saw a championship pretty, pretty quickly coming off the father era. I was, I was, I was happy. I was, I was sold that thing under the sun. But I haven't, I haven't seen that lady. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Um, and, and I appreciate y'all having us old folks on here because we have a lot of knowledge to partake on y'all youngins. And sometimes we get the shaft. So, uh, I, I, I thank you. And I have been an owner of the Green Bay Packers since I was five years old. My pappy. Mr. Bill, I called him. He was a military man. God bless God bless you, Pappy. He bought the original shares for a dollar. And I'm told they're now worth $10,000. But I will never, I will never sell my stake in the Green Bay Packers. Well, that is dedication, man. And thank you so much for giving us a moment of your time. God bless you. And with the 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers select. Cardavius Tooney, man. Wide receiver, Florida. And let me just say this. This guy is a speeder. And they need to take a picture off of Devontae Adams. And Aaron Rodgers finally gets to have his receiver. And hopefully all your Packers fans can be very, very happy. Now, did they make this pick because the Packers got a lot of slack from from drafting Jordan Love last year? Absolutely. There's no question about it. Um, Aaron Rodgers um, threw his weight around, and and he really, really wanted a receiver. He wants to win now, and he did what he did, and he threw his weight around, and that's what he did, and I don't blame him one bit, and we're moving, man. Can you believe the draft is almost over? Yeah, I know. It's 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 been a lot of good time. Be, before we finish up this, baby, what... What have been your top five shocking picks from from what we've seen so far? Well, I got to go with number five. I got to go with the Colts picking Christian Barrymore, which is a little bit surprising. That's a little bit too high for him. Um, if they really wanted a defensive player, they, if they really wanted that bad, they could have probably traded down. I'm a little bit surprised about that. Number four, I'm a little bit surprised at Zayvon Collins. Um... I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that the, that the um, Cardinals went that far. Um, there was Quiddy Pay left on the board. There was they were J, there were Jeremiah Wusu Komaro left on the board. A little bit surprised that. Number three, um, I'm more surprised at Darisal because I would have thought they would have went with um, Slater, but I'm a little bit surprised there. Number two, the Patriots trading up to get Justin Fields. The reason why it's more shocking is because I heard rumors about them liking Trey Lance. And the fact that they went up and got Justin Fields is really shocking. But the number one, and I mean number one shocker to me, is the Steelers drafting Najee Harris when they really need to work on that lineup. I get it. They didn't get a lot of production from from the running back area, but... They, they didn't really need to draft Najee Harris. You need to protect. Uh, you need to build your offensive line, man. Especially with a lot of retire, especially with with Villanueva and Pouncey retiring, man. That's a that's a little bit of a shocker. But hey, I'm not the one running this draft. Now am I? <laughs> and with the 30th pick of the NFL draft, the Buffalo Bills select Rondell Moore, 
Wide receiver. Now, you obviously got Josh Allen. They they went to the AFC title game last year. You know, some people say the Patriots Patriots are back, so they're competing with them. Dolphins are still there. Why why did they go wide out in the first round? They went wide out because of the fact that they they want to add more weapons for Josh Allen. They want they want more weapons. They want they they want to add more players to to help out to help out from this man. They truly truly believe in him, and they they truly think that they're going to they're going to go places, man. So. I truly think that that is something that they're that they're really hoping on doing. Now, I know it would take a lot to move into the top ten, but they possibly could have done something to move up into the top fifteens or the top twenties to potentially get a better wide receiver. Why didn't they do that? Um, they didn't. They didn't think they have enough draft capital to move up, so they decided to stand back and get him. Okay, fair enough. Um. The the Baltimore Ravens are now about to pick thirty one. They got this from the trade they made with Kansas City, and Kansas City needed more offensive line help to protect. Ooh, we have a trade at thirty one. We get we have a trade. The Kansas City Chiefs have moved back into the back into the draft. They have traded their second round pick, their fifth round pick. And their second round pick next year for the 31st overall pick. Curious, why would the Chiefs move back up to that spot? I guess they. I guess there's a player that they really, really like. Okay, and with the 31st pick of the NFL draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select... Gregory Rousseau, defensive tackle, defensive end, Miami of Florida. And why make and why make that pick and not another offensive lineman for Mahomes? They feel like they they adjust their offensive line with with the moves that they make, especially acquiring Orlando Brown, um, signing Joe Tooney, and um and 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 and, and giving back Kyle Long out of retirement. They feel that they adjust, adjust their offensive line, and they feel like they can adjust their defense to get another pass rusher opposite Chris Jones. Okay, fair enough. And before we get to the last pick of the first round, I, I want to thank our sponsors, you know, the sports dudes. I, I want to thank Lab at Five, Mr. Stephen A. Turner, and Vic Evans. And I, I also want to thank our four wonderful callers, two f- fantastic, smart old men, and one brilliant brilliant kid, Michael Robinson, going through a very tough ba- ba- battle of cancer right now. Please hold hold in there, buddy. And James, your son, I mean, how cool is it to have your son be able to talk about the Giants? Man, um, I'm actually, I was really blessed, man, and the fact to get my little son up here to talk about the Giants, man, it, it really did a lot. It really made, it made it really He's going to be the talk of the town tomorrow when he goes back to school, and I'm just glad to make my son's day. And I also got a surprise is that before we announce the Bucks pick, there is a big-time super fan of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He wants to say something, and I got to ask this kid. This He's a great guy. He's also named Nick. He's a 
big Bucks fan. He was very happy that the Bucks won the Super Bowl. So I gotta ask you this, Nick. You're a big Bucks fan. Before we announce this pick, what you are the defending champions? They say it could have been done. You got everybody back. What what else does your team need? Well, well, I mean, I mean, it was it was very happy, you know. You know, me me being fourteen, I haven't seen, you know, really nothing great. Um, two two thousand and two seems like an an eternity, and I didn't even see that. You know, you you kind of got to go to YouTube for that. You know, to see to see Mister Warren Sapp and Mister Rondé Barber, and you know, all all that. But um, when you hear Tom Brady's gonna be in a free agent, I mean, you know, you kind of think, okay, why is he picking bucks? But then you hear it's either Bucks or the Patriots. So once once he was signed, I mean, you 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 didn't really think Super Bowl. You thought playoffs. You thought ten wins. You know, you, you thought you thought contention again, and you thought relevance. You know, but when they actually did win the Super Bowl, and and they made number fifteen on the other side just look extremely horrible. I mean, I mean. I think my three-year-old cousin would have played better than Patrick. Um, it's 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 just so nice to see, and then seeing Mister Light and the and the front office care so much for Tom, you know. Let's 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 go for two, you know. I I see some of your coworkers saying run it back. Um, that was the Chiefs. No, no, no. We are not running it back. We are gonna go for two, and let's go Bucks. Nick, man, thank you so much for coming on, man, and we were very happy to have you back on, man. Um, good, good, good luck in school, man. Have have a blast. Thank you. Now, what a great kid. What home great of kid. Cleveland, we're about to end round one, and we are now about to announce the pick of your defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I can't believe Tom Brady has now seven. So, with the 32 pick of the NFL draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select. They will select from Florida State University, Asante Samuel Jr. They another father who used to play in the NFL, Asante Samuel. He's another cornerback. You put him in that secondary, along with along with Antoine Winfield Jr. That. You're talking. You're talking about a lethal secondary with an insane pass rush. How are you scoring on this team? And I gotta say, this is a fantastic pick. He's a very good corner. He was not touted as high as um as um Sertan and Horn, but this guy got the moxie got from his father. And all I gotta say is that they got a good one. And Bucks fans, you're gonna be very happy. This is a kid that's going to come in and ball. He got the same pedigree as his daddy. So you guys got a great kid. And this this draft was fantastic. Live in Cleveland, it was really great. I'm really glad. And what made this glad before we end this is the fact that we get to be amongst the fans. Last year's COVID was terrible. We, we did a virtual draft. We couldn't even go. We couldn't. There are states that couldn't even let fans in attendance. But because now that all the majority of fans are allowed to go to games, people are getting the vaccinations. And now we are here in Cleveland doing the draft. It means so much from our sponsors, from the sports dudes, from Live at Five, 
to all the great podcasters out there and to the strong women in sports. We thank you so much for allowing us to do the first round of the end of the NFL draft, man. We really appreciate it. And Nick, take it away. Get calls us out of here. And guys, that's that's the end of the first round of the NFL draft. I hope you guys been lo- been loving it since six o'clock. Excellent analysis, all thirty-two teams, guest guest speakers, seeing 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 all your potential first-round picks and wait waiting for next year. So, guys, again, thank you to our sponsorships. Thank and thank you for everyone watching from us wherever you are. And please, guys, let's hope we're almost out of here, out of this pandemic. Get your vaccines. If if not, just be careful. Still wear a mask and well, let's go football. It's it's, it's very fastly approaching. Yes, sir.